Hey, boo. It's me, Roz. Guys, I just turned off my air conditioning because it's kind of loud and I'm recording from home and it is definitely over 100 degrees. So I'm about to call Katrina Weidman and Jack Osborne because this is a real portal to hell over here. But I am doing okay. I might just be sweating a little bit, but... I can't wait to share today's episode with you because I spoke to Neon Hitch, who is a recording artist, singer, pop star, and you know my theory, pop stars all have ghost stories. She has lived such a unique life, and she's worked with some of the biggest names in music. I mean, I'm talking Sia, Bruno Mars. Tyga, the list goes on and on, and she's performed all over the world. And on the clip that I will be putting on Patreon today, we talk about an experience that she had performing at a venue in Camden that was kind of spooky, spooky energy in the air. And the club actually is no longer there, and she'll tell you why. And um, we also talk about her relationship with Amy Winehouse. We have a a brief little sweet discussion. I just kind of, I asked her about her relationship and, uh, and they lived together and, and uh, we talk a little bit about how Amy still lives on. So you can hear that on the second tier of my Patreon called On With The Show. And thank you guys so much that all of you that have joined my Patreon, it means the world. I've been having a great time doing that, and I hope you enjoy it. That's patreon.com slash The link is in my description of this episode. Also, every Tuesday, I'm posting new videos, and this week's video, I went to ebay and did my favorite thing ever which is looking up allegedly haunted dolls and i posted a video of me and i'm wearing a purple outfit i kind of look like barney or grimace from uh mcdonald's fame but i'm wearing it cute so you can see me in my purple look as i'm looking at some terrifying dolls honestly i look great especially next to some of these spooky dolls and so I kind of give my reviews and thoughts on some of these dolls on eBay and I think it's going to be a new segment I'm calling it Chucky or just yucky because you know I like my wordplay I was looking through some emails at ghostedbyroz at gmail.com and I found A really interesting story about a ghost cat. This one came from Deborah or Deborah. It could be a Deborah is one way you could say it. Um, I'm going to guess it's Deborah, but I like Deborah. It reminds me of Endora from Bewitched. Deborah writes, 
In May of 2019, we sold the house that we've lived in for 30 years. About a year before we sold our house, we had to put down our gentle, beloved cat, Dexter. He was only five years old and developed a sudden condition requiring emergency surgery. He didn't get better, was in a lot of pain, and ultimately the vet recommended we put him down. It was heartbreaking, and I've never mourned a pet as deeply as this. Oh, God, that's tough, Deborah. The thing about Dexter, he was a huge cat, about 15 pounds, and he always maintained his sweet little kitten voice. It was funny because he was this gigantic yellow tabby cat with his tiny little kitten meow. It was very distinctive and an ongoing joke in our family that this big fat cat had this teeny tiny meow. About six months after Dexter was gone, I started seeing him out of the corner of my eye, walking past doorways on our second floor. I worked from home and used one of our bedrooms as my office. It became quite common for me to see a big blur of orange fur, or just the end of his tail walking past the door of the room I was in. It would be so common that I would call out, hi Dexy, like he was still with us and strolling around the house. Nobody else claimed to see him but me. I would see him maybe two or three times a month and always in the middle of the day. We sold the house in May of 2019. After cleaning, moving things out, and everything that goes into clearing out a house to sell it, I went back to the house by myself one last time to do a quick run-through. It was the night before our closing with the new buyer. I just wanted to make sure the house was clean and ready for the new owners. Our street was in a quiet suburb of Philadelphia. The house was in a cul-de-sac, so... It was always quiet back there at night. The house was fairly small, with a finished basement, a first floor with a living room, dining room, and a kitchen, and a third floor with three bedrooms. Ooh, nice house, Deborah. I was in the house for a couple of hours, just going through to make sure we didn't leave anything behind, and cleaning a few things out of the refrigerator. The house was completely empty and we had a cleaning crew come in about a week before, so the house was shiny and spotless. There was no dust that could possibly kick up. It was about 11.30 at night, and I was just finishing up, gathering a small bag of stuff from the fridge to take with me. It was dead quiet, and I suddenly heard a cat meowing. First, I thought it was maybe a cat outside, It kept going, and I realized that not only was it Dexter's very distinctive, soft, kitteny meow, but that it appeared to be coming from inside the walls of the house. I walked from the kitchen into the dining room, which was approximately the middle of the house, and I said out loud, Dexter, come with us to the new house. Dexie, you can come with us. At that moment, Every smoke alarm in the house went off at the same time. The one in the basement, the one in the dining room where I was standing, and the one in the upstairs hallway. 
When I told my husband about this, he asked if it was that little beep that tells you that the battery needs changing. No, this was full on smoke alarm blaring every alarm in the house at the exact same time. Luckily, there was a ladder left behind, which I had to quickly drag through the entire house, all alarms blaring, to climb up to each smoke alarm to pop out the batteries one by one, after which I yelled again, Oh my God, Dexter, just come with us. There was no smoke. There was no dust. The house was completely clean. It was definitely Dexter. I'm sorry to say that a year later... I've been looking for him, and he does not appear to have followed us to the new house. We sold our house to a contractor who flipped the house and then sold it to a young couple with a three-year-old son in January of 2020. I heard this from an old neighbor I bumped into around that time. I had every intention of going back to the house to ask the owners if they'd heard any cat sounds, but then COVID hit. As soon as coronavirus is over and we can go out again, I will definitely pay them a visit. The suspense is killing me because this experience was so real and so weird. Do you think it might freak them out and maybe I shouldn't tell them that their new house is haunted by a cat? Or do you think they'd want to know? And I definitely want to know. What do you think? As soon as it's safe to go over there, I will find out and let you know if they've had any experiences. Oh my gosh, Deborah! yes, go over there. I bet you that their child is probably playing with, with cute little Dexy right now. Oh my God, I love that a cat ghost. I'm allergic to cats, but I love cats. And honestly, I, that might be the way to go. I might need to get me a ghost cat. But I think that, you know, I'm no expert, but this is what I would guess. I think, you know, if if you just kind of go over, knock on their door and be like, okay, this sounds kind of crazy or whatever, just to, just to buffer, because you never know how people are. But, you know, if you just say, hey, you're all nice, you introduce yourself and then you be like, okay, now this might sound weird, but do the smoke alarms go off and you hear meows all the time? It's worth a shot. I found something else I want to talk about that was posted in the Facebook group, Ghosted by Roz Dresvelez. Now, this one is coming from Lauren, and Lauren posted in the group back in May talking about some spooky happenings going on. And uh, just to recap, she moved or she lives in the home that she grew up in with her husband and her six year old daughter and two year old son. And uh, when she was growing up, weird things would happen around the house. And then now uh, her daughter is complaining of something that's in the closet. And now the two-year-old is getting creeped out as well, saying that there's a ghost and a scary monster in the house. You can read the full story on the Facebook page, but she posted again. This was just uh, like last week. She wrote... Okay, everyone. A couple months back, I posted about my toddler seeing a monster in our house. Update. A local Reiki practitioner did distance Reiki sessions for us, and things settled for a while. Unfortunately, things have appeared to pick back up and then some, in all caps. Uh Uh-oh, that's never good. Three nights ago, my husband heard a noise down our hallway. 
he went out to see if our daughter woke up and saw what looked like a child running across the end of the hallway. Both our children were asleep and in bed. Ugh, I've said this before. Ghosts should not be allowed to run. That's a a human living thing. If you're a ghost, you gotta go slow motion for me. We started talking and he said he feels this energy around the hallway. And I said, I do too. So we shared what it felt like and where we feel it. And it's the same spot. Then he also shared that a few months back before the Reiki session, he saw a face in the mirror. No one was awake, and he, being the scientist mind that he is, tried to recreate the reflection, but could not. And then, last night, we were laying in bed. It's around midnight. We're both awake, and the kids are sleeping. I hear, clear as day, a loud, ah, like someone is singing or crying almost. Wait, would that be, ah? I think that was a little better. It was so clear that I thought my daughter was sitting next to me. I could feel the vibration of the sound in my ears. My husband investigated and no one was awake. No sound was playing. In fact, we have a white noise machine that plays a very steady static and it was loud over that noise. So this morning... My husband comes to me and says, want to know something creepy? That sound you heard last night happened at the exact same time as the child I saw across the hallway. 12.04. I'm done. (laughs) God. Lauren, please keep us updated. That sounds real spooky. And thank you for sharing. Sometimes I, I feel really sorry that I can't really offer much advice. I'm really just a silly drag queen that likes to hear about this stuff. But uh, thanks for sharing because I love to hear it. And I know you guys do too. And I applaud anybody that shares their paranormal experiences um, publicly like that. So thank you. Okay. And before I get to my conversation with Neon Hitch, I should mention that she actually is my first caller that is in the UK. I actually called her with a huge time zone difference. We just last week had our first Australian uh, listener on our listener episode. So we're, we're getting pretty international over here. And uh, I was so excited to talk to Neon. And we're going to be talking about some alien stuff, some UFOs. We're going to be talking ghosts. We got all kinds of things coming at you right now. So here she is, Neon Hitch, on with the show. <laughs> Oh my God, Neon Hitch. Hello, how are you? (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Where are you right now? Where? I'm in Wales. Believe it or not, I got the last flight back from Miami. My mum was like, you have to get on the flight now. They're going to stop all flights. I was like, no, they're not. Stop being so dramatic. Well, she was right. And so I'm stuck here now. (laughs) Yay. How long have you been there? Oh, well, I came over here like as COVID was just kicking off, like in March. So, yeah, good few months and there's still no flights back to America. I'm so sad. 
you're like you're the first person I've had on the show that is not like currently in America as we're speaking. I feel right. really cool. We're speaking oh, on like an eight hour time difference I'd right now. I'd be happy to swap any day. <laughs> well, I like I've been reading and watching so many interviews with you and your life is so fascinating. Like the way you grew up and I mean nowadays are are you you're living on a bus is that right no I have a house now I was like okay I've oh, okay. been here long enough so I got a house um but I mean my mom still has the bus and I go over and I see her and um she's actually just bought some land and it's super magical so she's still got all of the vehicles and lives her way and grows her own vegetables you know is a woman of the earth um but I like the house life you know yeah, I just found that I found it so fascinating. I don't I don't know anybody that grew up in in that way. I mean, you were you were a trapeze artist. And, yeah. Um, it's so fascinating to me. I mean, was when you grew up in that culture, were were there beliefs of the kind of stuff we talk about on the show, like ghosts and? Oh, absolutely. And yeah. I mean, when we were traveling around Europe, we had some crazy experiences that I was going to tell you about. My mom, Ooh. my mom especially had some wild experiences. Like we used to all travel in a convoy. Yeah. So it's like a bunch of vehicles, kind of like family and crew together. But we went to this place in France. Uh, called Rene Le Chateau and it was like up these mountains this really haunted old place where they had like these drawers of old dead bodies I don't really know why I was young but anyway my mom she had this scary dream one night that this big woman with giant boobs came up and suffocated <laughs> her yeah and like she described this woman perfectly and then we go into this place and the woman who like ran this whole kind of mortuary sort of place it was like exactly the face she's seen so she was freaking out and we had to put salt all around the bus and like we had to yeah we had to do a lot of protecting ourselves you know <laughs> so yeah so the woman with the giant boobs was real well yeah I mean she was dead but she came to my mom as a ghost oh wow <laughs> So, like, your parents believed in this stuff and the people that you were raised around. Oh, how can you not? I mean, it's just always been around. There's actually a picture of me when I'm a little kid, like, kind of like maybe about two, and I'm sat on this chair, and my mom took a picture of me, and there's an actual ghost in the picture. I'm like, what? I know. I maybe should try and see if I can get the picture and send it to you because it's so wild. <laughs> yeah, like to capture them is a mad thing. But Do you know like who the ghost might have been? Just like, I guess someone who died in the house I was in. You know, I think spirits have always been attracted to me and I've always been able to kind of sense them and, you know, just kind of connect with them. Like I can feel when they're there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when when was like the first time that you realized that for yourself? I think it's always been a thing because my mom is very in tune. She's very spiritual and she always has a lot of these experiences. So because she's kind of always had that, it's, it's like been passed down to me. So basically my whole life. Yes. Got it. Yeah. You were telling me about 
you had an experience in New Orleans. What was that? New Orleans, yeah, is so spooky. I have never lived anywhere more <laughs> spooky, yeah. I hear that all the time. I haven't spent enough time there, but I, I've been there and I love it. And I'm hoping, it's like the first place when this is all over that I hope to go to. But um, I, I hear all the time on this show and talking to people that it's just like crawling with ghosts. Yes. Well, do you know the song House of a Rising Sun? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so like that is an actual place. So I'm obsessed with the song. So I I used to go to this house and it was squatted at the time with some musicians. And like I would go there and make music in this kind of squat now. And anyway, out the back, they have this tree with a tree house and a pond. And um, and to the right of the pond, they had this Buddha. Like I was just going out for a little air break. Yeah, one evening. And I'm there, I'm sat by the pool at like a little kind of pond, not like a swimming pool. By the tree, there's this pond and then this Buddha. And the Buddha's like, it was kind of smiling, yeah? Then the face on this concrete Buddha changed and I shit you not, okay? Something pulled on my ankle and pulled me into this pond and I'm like grabbing onto the earth below me, like screaming. And my friends come out rushing out like, oh my God, what's going on? And I just was like, I pulled myself back up and I was like, white. I was like, I, I just got pulled into the pond. <laughs> and everyone's like, God. what? Yeah, like, I've never had a physical experience with a spirit before. That was like the most scared I've ever been in my life. <laughs> and then the Buddha's face changed back to normal afterwards. I was like, that is it. <laughs> had you had, like talking to the... Huh? The other people that lived there, had, had they had experiences like that or anything? I guess they had, but I, I mean, I hadn't heard any stories of anything physical. So, yeah, I was the lucky one. <laughs> Interesting. New Orleans what has is got mad oh. stuff like that, though. Like, I was staying in this haunted um, mansion one time in New Orleans. It was a little bit further out. And it was like when all these, it was like really bad flooding all around. So I couldn't even really go in and out of the mansion. So I just stayed in the mansion for like a week straight on my own. Just like, it was so eerie. I was just there like on my own, jamming, naked, making music music and <laughs> like I walked down the corridor and with all these pictures of the faces I guess it was like the old family that once lived there I swear their heads turn as <gasps> you walk down and you can't avoid it it happens every time and you're just like oh you just have to like run through the corridor to get to the other room and um oh my god yeah like you'd always hear music playing upstairs and obviously I was there alone I was just like oh had to just learn to live with it, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think there's like so many mansions like that in New Orleans that just have like really crazy history, like some pretty messed up history, like all kinds of um, of spirits just lingering around. Uh, it seems like people stay there and and report these stories. Do you know what like the history of that place was? I mean, it was it was to do with this old family that lived there a long time ago. My, the mansion was actually a friend of mine and they were off on tour. So they're like, oh, yeah, and by the way, it's haunted. Just warning you, really? your family, like they still want you to know it's their mansion. I was like, OK, got it. So you just have to live with it. I was like, <laughs> OK, fine. I'm not taking it from them. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Yeah, they just wanted to make themselves present. 
What about in England? Have you had experiences around there? I find England to not be as wild. Like I have so many wild experiences in America, like UFOs and spirits and ghosts and mad things in the sky. And here I'm like, ah, oh, I don't know. It's not as crazy, I don't think. I mean, it's more like it's just a bit more tame. Maybe well, I, I feel like there's gone a lot to of- those places. England has a lot of ghosts that have been ghosts for a long time. And I feel like they kind of like, maybe they're tired. Maybe they, you know, any, anytime you have a job for a long time, you start to be like, eh, do I want to like scare these people right now? Like I've been doing that for literally 400 years. Like I'm tired. You know what? You might be right. Like they just get on with it, you know? <laughs> it's just like such a part of like the history and the culture of, of ghost stories in England. They're just like, like, we already did that. Like yeah. ugh, Charles Dickens has been talking about us for years. Like we're done. I'm just well, like, you know, English humor is like so dry and people are just dry, aren't they? And proper. So I don't think they make themselves as prominent, you know? So, mm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so yeah, more right. subtle. Exactly. Well, there's no way possible that you're going to just say UFOs and then not tell me the full story. What uh, what did were you throwing out UFOs? What happened with a UFO? Oh my. Have you never had experiences? I never have had a UFO experience. We actually often don't talk about UFOs in the show just because they don't come up, but right. I'm always like, please, I want to hear. Oh, so wow. so what happened with that? Well, I used to have a place um, in L.A., like just near Hollywood, where I had like a rooftop and I go chill on the rooftop most nights. And the activity was phenomenal. So basically, the most common UFOs that I'd see on the regular, are like um, kind of a collection of lots of little, little white lights that kind of move in like sharp zigzag motions, like in a cluster all together. And I got so accustomed to them. It was just like, it became normal. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, they're here. And then boom, they just disappear into the sky. But then this one night it got really weird. So it was when um, when there was like forest fires and stuff. So I was like up there looking at the fires and anyway, I see the UFOs as normal and I'm like, whoa, you know, the sky is starting to get activity here. And then boom, I see like a triangle, like just the top two lines of a triangle. So not the bottom line. And it's like a forward facing arrow that is giant and it's made up of like dotted red lights. So that just comes swoop down the sky, comes really low. And I watch it like go above where all the fire is, flying across, boom, then disappears. Then I see another one on the other side and it does exactly the same. And I'm like, is nobody else making a fuss about this? I'm like freaking (laughs) out. Yeah, these giant red light machine things in the sky. And then boom, yeah, they, they came really low and then zigzag up into the sky and disappear. So I was like, they were the biggest, most wildest ones I've seen. And um, when, when they come low, like, can you see details on them? Yeah, it was just like really, I mean, they're still really far, but yeah, I've seen it go low. It was just like a dot, like a connection of red light dots, like a, hot, a bit of a triangle. Oh. It was, oh my God, so insane. And then also in Miami, there's so much activity as well. Like, I don't know, they seem to, it's very popular in Miami. I see a lot. But- 
How many times would you say you saw them in Hollywood? In Hollywood, I mean, I would see something every week. Are you serious? Serious. Like, because I would just lay there for hours, okay? So I would be watching, ready, <laughs> ready yeah. waiting. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, that's where I live, and I'm always looking for one, especially sitting in traffic. I'm just, like, looking <laughs> up. I'm constantly, I see something up there. I instantly Google and have not you know, it's never lined up with other people's reports, but there, I know that there certainly are reports in Hollywood and, and there have been for a long time. Yeah. Um, but wow, maybe I need to pay attention more. When was yeah. this? This was a couple, I was living there like maybe two close to three years ago. I was here. Um, Damn. You missed out. <laughs> but did you, so did you see them in Miami? Like yeah, you act- so different things nope. in Miami. Yeah, I would see a lot in Miami. But they, you know, it's these ships that have that similar movement where they kind of move in this sharp zigzag. And it's like, well, obviously nothing else can fly around in the sky like that. And then they just disappear. Uh-huh. So it's like, I've noticed a common pattern between them all, and that's kind of how I recognize them. And yeah, I've got quite the eye for them, darling. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. Well, and I think that, um, you know, we recently had an episode with a drag queen named Coco Peru, who's ha- her family has had experiences with them. And I, I feel that uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I think that there are certain people for some reason that are connected to them, maybe these aliens or, or whatever they are, you know, target certain people. There right. seem to be people that have had these experiences uh, multiple times. Right. You know what? I think you might be right. I never really thought about it like that, but I also have witnesses who were up on the rooftop in Hollywood with me. And, uh, and one of my friends, he was like, when one time it was getting really serious with so many and they were coming like really low and all that. And he was getting really freaked out. And he was like, look, they know we're watching. Don't look, don't look. I was like, what do you mean? He was like, just don't, don't have eye contact. Like, I don't know. Maybe they do connect with certain people. Well, I just think <laughs> this is my own thoughts on that. If they are from you know another planet, they they're able to come here and just look at us in a way that we aren't like, we don't know where they they're from. We don't know. So they clearly are very advanced and of they course. probably have, t- they have technology that we don't even understand. Right. So, so if we go with that thought, then there's probably, it's certainly probably possible that they're able to like be up in the sky and zero in on us staring at them or, um, you know, things that you wouldn't be able to do from an airplane necessarily. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they're just kept under wraps, but you know, the government use their intelligence, I believe. And, you know, there's just, obviously, I find it so silly when people don't believe in them. It's quite ignorant. Yeah, well, of course. Do you, uh, do you believe that those are like Martians from another planet or from Mars or from, you know, what do you, do you have any thoughts on what those could be? Yeah, I believe there is life on other planets. I feel like it would be yeah. so ignorant to think that we are the only living species in our universe, you know, and, um, there's so many planets, how can there not be? And of course, they're probably far more advanced than we are. And that's why there's so much we still don't know on this planet, you know, there's so much more to know. 
I bet you they're just like they just love your music. <laughs> and that's I actually they have just a song get close. Ghost as well. Yes, maybe they're coming check that out. <laughs> is your song Ghost is is that inspired by any ghosty stuff? The song Ghost is actually inspired by an ex who kind of like became more like a ghost. You know, just like yeah, kind of disappeared into thin air sort of thing. We grew up. Got it. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm living for your stories. Do you have others? Oh my gosh. It's just like I feel I feel like I would have so many all the time when I was living in LA. It was non-stop. And then Miami also non-stop. But since being here, I tell you, I look at the sky and I'm like, hello, is anything happening? Like I look for mad <laughs> things and it's just rain and gray sky and bleh. Oh. <laughs> But Did yeah. you have ghosty experiences in um, in Los Angeles? Oh, in LA, gosh. I mean, I'm always feeling like there's ghosts around, to be honest. Little secret about me, I'm terrified of the dark, okay? <laughs> so I'm like always on edge, like, is there a ghost there? Is there a ghost there? I'm always on uh-huh. edge. So quite possibly, because I feel like they're always around me. Do you, have you had experiences that like really shook you and made you scared of ghosts? Yeah, I mean, I had quite a few. There was one that was very terrifying. And I was in bed and I turn over and there's somebody in bed with me and it's not anybody I know. And this wasn't just a random night, yeah. This was a ghost <laughs> because then I jumped up and it disappeared. And that was when I was like, I could chew on my heart. It was like in my mouth, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So do you have any- When they show themselves so clearly, you know, you lose it, don't you? Who was it? Do you know? Like, is it, was it, were you in a haunted place or- This was just in my bed. (laughs) (laughs) So it can happen anywhere. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm constantly baffled by is that- ghosts you know aren't just in a haunted like not just in a place where someone died they can you know i'm maybe saying the word ghost is not accurate but there certainly can be these kinds of experiences in all different kinds of locations and different different uh circumstances absolutely yeah my friend sam trocky who i make a lot of music with he He's kind of like in between Miami and New Jersey. But in New Jersey, he's got this old hotel that he runs. And he just lives there by himself. And like when, you know, it's off season and no one else is in the hotel, he's still there by himself. I think he's nuts because this hotel is completely haunted, yeah? And there's all these different rooms. It's very rickety and old, yeah? And I've stayed in there and you just hear doors slam and curtains flying and like crazy stuff stuff like this and he's just like doo, 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 just gets on with it and lives there by himself and I don't know how he does that I I'm very scared so I could never I do something like that I couldn't live in a big house or a hotel even if it wasn't haunted like by yeah. myself There's just so many rooms where right. people could be hiding or like <laughs> Too many creeks, you know, there's like too much. Yeah. And especially a hotel, like there's just so much energy that goes in and out of there. Who knows what's like That's left it. behind. That's it. <laughs> oh, you get God. very scared too, do you? 
oh my god i'm terrified of this stuff i'm getting better like you know i as i've had so many conversations with people i'm i'm getting a better understanding of this stuff and i'm i'm trying to be more objective and and try i'm trying to leave all of my I guess, kind of judgments and beliefs that you're taught as a kid about how spooky ghosts are. I'm trying to leave that at the door if I'm in like a haunted area. But I just don't think that there's any excuse for anybody crawling in somebody's bed ever. That's crossing the line, isn't it, really? Like, I don't think that I could have that happen to me and be like, okay, I just need to understand. Like, no, like that's not okay. (laughs) Got to draw the line there, you know? yeah yeah I mean there's like a certain kind of way where you know you should be like okay I'm not scared of you if you're just trying to communicate but that's all easier said than done you know when it really comes to it it's not that easy is it well even like um you know I had an experience with a loved one that was you know sort of ghosty and that's still, ter- it was terrifying to me to all of a sudden be like, oh, wow, like you're, you're here right now. And it's, I know it's supposed, it's meant to be a loving thing, but it's, it's actually, it's so uh, not what I'm used to in every day to just right. all of a sudden someone pop up in my bedroom and then vanish like oh, that. It's kind of terrifying. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my. <laughs> well, you seem like one of those people that is obviously very in tune and and drawn to this stuff um whether you try or not it seems to be drawn to you so i feel like you're one of these people that i'm also like this where you probably just have so many experiences that might not necessarily be like full-length stories but just like you're constantly around it right like you're constantly it's just, just like, oh, I was like, in this place and I, yeah. Right, exactly. There's so many um, situations that have happened. Yeah, like some are more prominent than others, but it's been like quite consistent throughout my life, definitely. A lot of them are just like blips, aren't they? You know, like not all of right. them last for a long time. Um, but I've seen a person actually cross a road and then just disappear. And I know like on the online, there's like videos of that sort of thing. And I just want to say that does really happen. And it's absolutely terrifying. Cause you're like, you think, Oh, well that, po- that person probably died getting run over in the road. And like their spirit is attached to that area or something, you know? Like I feel yeah, like where did that go- happen? Yeah, that was in England actually. So you were just like you saw some like who was this person? Just like a man like walking across the road and you're like is that a, a person like there's no one out around right now and then it's like kind of faint and then they just disappear and you're like what what just happened, <laughs> you know? Wow. Yeah. So I mean they are around but I guess like you say, you know, they're just they they don't bother you so much here I find. So how many ghosts have you seen in your life? You've seen the one in the bed. You saw the person crossing the road. Are there others? Yeah, the one as a kid. Um, oh, I yeah. mean, oh, yeah. I mean, in, in the haunted mansion, like it was nonstop one thing after another where the paintings would turn and look at you. And there was a woman who would walk around in the mansion too. So I'd get glimpses of her. 
Um, really? That was that was absolutely terrifying. Yeah, like when you actually see them rather than just feel them. You know, it's a it's a bit more intense. <laughs> yeah, I've only ever seen one ghost, but I'm every time people talk about seeing a ghost, I'm always curious. Like, was it see through? Did it look like a normal person? Like, how yeah. how did how did they manifest for you? They yeah, they're like kind of like a formation of mist, like the shape and shading of a real person and still like 3D, but kind of like you could put your hand through them, not that you'd want to. Um <laughs> but yeah, like I wouldn't say they're like completely see-through because it's kind of foggy, you know? Um yeah. yeah, just like a faded version of a person. Do you want to listen to some EVPs, some ghost voices? Go on then, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It is time for EVPs or EV please. Have you ever heard of an EVP? I have never. Okay. Well, EVP, it's electronic voice phenomenon. Okay. It's when people uh believe that they catch the sound of a ghost speaking um oh, you know, with those ghost machines. hunters yeah like the, it can be done with a recorder it can be done with a, a camera it can be right. done with all different kinds of devices um and then they post them on youtube and then okay. i like to go to youtube and find them and then have my guests guess what either they hear the ghost saying or what the ghost hunt what they think maybe the ghost hunter chose and i'll give you some options okay cool <laughs> okay so here's the first one this one is from uh t tongue one on youtube that's their name uh-huh. and it is uh they captured it at the lemp mansion which is in st louis missouri uh-huh. all right here we go <laughs> Did you hear anything? Are you serious? <laughs> Is that what you heard? No! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let me play it again. Oh, I'm going to kill you. That's what you hear? That's what I hear. <laughs> okay, well, here's no, some No, I'm options. not telling you that yet. That's <laughs> 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 uh, Okay, A, is it Don't Be Shitty? B, Mississippi? C, do you miss me? Or D, who's that hippie? All right, oh, so again. I was totally wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, you hear what you hear. All right. Any of those guesses? Well, I mean, I think closest to Mississippi, but why would they just be saying Mississippi? <laughs> I know. That is what they believe. Here, now that you know it's Mississippi, let's hear it again. Oh, yeah. Right? I can kind of hear it. Okay. So I was right. Yeah, it's not, uh, (laughs) not, I want to kill kill you. (laughs) 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 All right, here's one more. And this one is um, from Birmingham. It's Birmingham Ghost Hunters. Okay. uh, Is the name on YouTube. I don't know where exactly it is, but here is the voice. And it's terrifying just to warn you. Oh, God. (laughs) Okay, here we go. It's spooky. It's like a creepy whisper. I think we might have done this one on this podcast before, but honestly, it's a good one, and I don't feel bad about that. Um, Here, we'll play it one more time. Do you tell me what what it might be? 
Yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering if you have a guess okay. just off the bat. Here, I'll play it again. Oh, that's so difficult because it sounds like a conversation of a couple people. Oh, interesting. See, what I pick up on is like a, but like with a voice, like they're saying words as well. Here, I'll play it one more time. Yeah, but do you hear that woman voice chit-chatting in the background as well? Oh, now that could be a ghost hunter or something. Oh. I don't know. Well, here's some options. Is it A, I see do, you know, like jet skis. <laughs> Is it B, I sing too. Maybe they're trying to let you know all their skills that they have. I don't know. <laughs> Is it C, I see you. I would say C. Which is terrifying. Or it could be D. I see boots. Maybe they had icy boots. They were out in the snow. I don't know. I thought you were going right, to say me... boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was that ghost that your mom encountered oh, with the big boobs. It must be. That's the one. <laughs> I would guess C. I see you. Yes, it is. Now, listen to it. It's so. It's I see. Oh, I hate that. I know it's terrifying. Oh. Well, and, and that's so scary. Like, because you probably can't see them. Right. But they're letting you know that they can see you. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I don't like that. I can I still like that feel that. <laughs> oh, God. That's a scary what? one. Anyway, that's about it. That's wow. about everything we do here. And I'm so grateful that you came on. You Thank have you. really cool stories and <laughs> you seem so cool. And I hope next time you're in LA, we can uh, look for UFOs together. Yes, we should make a day of it while a night of it. Please. I would well, love that. Can you tell everybody, you know, where they can find you and what you got going on? Yes, so you can find me everywhere. YouTube is Neon Hitch TV, Instagram, Neon Hitch. Um, yeah, all of those everywhere, whatever. I have lots of music out. Obviously, I've been doing it for donkey's years. Um, but yes, <laughs> I'm now working on a new project from England right now, well, Wales. And I'll be sharing more information about that soon. So just stay in touch. I love that. Thank you to Neon Hitch. God, she has such a beautiful voice just to listen to. She's great. Oh, she sounds like so much fun. And if you want to hear that bonus clip where I talk to her a little bit more and we talk about uh, her relationship with Amy Winehouse and, and all that stuff, you can go to Patreon and join my second tier, which is called On With The Show. And please check out my Patreon. Uh... On my first tier, I have that video of me talking about eBay dolls. And uh, I really appreciate all of you guys that have joined it. It's helping me out a lot. And uh, I, it's really making me excited to create new things. You can also find me on Instagram at RawsDrezfales, Venmo at QueenRaws, Cameo RawsDrezfales. Please join our Facebook group. Ghosted by Roz Dresvelez. 
you'd like to be on a listener episode, email me at ghostedbyraws at gmail.com with the subject line, listener episode. Please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. And if you have a ghost story, you can leave it in your five-star review, and I just might read it on the show. Also, special shout-out to my friend Randy Newton for hooking me up with Neon Hitch today. I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! Starbanks Avenue, a podcast network.